This is the public speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Imagine walking into your office and you find your boss standing there with his arms akimbo. That's with your hands resting on both your hips and your thumbs are facing backward and your elbows are bowed outward. What would your first reaction be? Of course, you would instinctively know that you were on the receiving end of a bit of attitude. The point is, without any words, gestures communicate a tremendous amount of information. Words are often not enough in communication. In fact, it's what isn't said that's more important than what is said. And knowing how to read body language, that can help. It can help a lot. Body language is what helps you establish and maintain leadership. It gives you a competitive edge. It helps you create a more employee-friendly environment, a more cooperative work environment. And it can help you increase your persuasive power. I mean, of course, higher salaries and closing more deals. It'll help you hire the best people. So here are five quick and dirty tips to help you read body language. So step one, you need to observe what's normal. How does the individual normally act? What does their body usually say? So here's what to look for. Eye contact, of course, first. Does the person normally maintain direct eye contact? Do they tend to look away? And what about their speech and word patterns? Do they typically have a disfluent pattern, a lot of ums and ahs? Or are they smooth? Do they use a lot of qualifiers regularly in their speech? Words like very or somewhat or a bit. What about their posture and their gestures? Do they typically use a lot of hand gestures? Do they keep their hands still? Do they stand tall? And what about their use of personal space? How close do they usually stand? Do they prefer barriers between them and their conversation partners? All of us have personal and cultural biases. So it's important to baseline or determine what's normal for each person before you assign any meanings to their gestures. So step two, you want to notice any changes. When the body language changes, that's often, of course, a signal that something is happening. Individual expressions or mannerisms, they can change gradually with experience, with promotions, with responsibilities, etc., or in an instant. The smallest, unexpected, unpredictable gesture can put a listener on alert. And that's why knowing what's normal is very important. So here's what you should look for. Are they avoiding eye contact when they typically don't? Are they smiling less or more or in a different kind of way? Are their hands nervous or jerking or in their pockets? Are they standing closer or further away? Is their head lowered or shoulders slumped when they normally are held high? Are they talking more loudly or softer or in broken sentences? So step three is to apply possible meaning. So after you've observed the visual cues along with the words and the expressions, you'll want to put some sort of meaning together. So for example, if you observe smiling eyes or direct eye contact and leaning forward toward you, these might indicate a positive interest in you and what you have to say. However, no eye contact or limited eye contact may indicate lying or disinterest or distraction. But you'll also need to keep in mind that some people are just really shy or they're uncomfortable in certain situations and they may have trouble maintaining eye contact. So it's important to consider what's normal for every individual before you jump to any conclusions. For example, if you observe tense facial features, maybe some pursed lips or eyebrows or the forehead furrowed, 
it might indicate tension or fear or confusion or maybe even anger. Or it could just be that they have a screaming headache. Or if you see scratching of the nose or rubbing the face of the neck or tapping the fingers or fidgeting, this might indicate boredom or wanting to bring the discussion to an end. But it could also be that they're just a person with an attention deficit problem. So again, the goal of this step is to apply possible meanings when there's a deviation from the normal patterns of that person's given baseline body language. Okay, so step four is set a goal. You need to decide what it is that you want to know. And if you're delivering the message, what do you want to convey? It's difficult and distracting and not very productive to observe every visual cue. Instead, choose a goal so that you can focus your attention. If you want to know if somebody is listening, then look for direct eye contact or an open body position or leaning forward towards your relaxed arms and legs. If you want to know if someone is attracted to you, look for a natural smile, for physical touch, for leaning in towards you or extended eye contact. If you want to know if somebody is lying, look for increased fidgeting, shifts in eye contact, and frequent touching of the nose or the face. Always look towards multiple indicators, as well as the context, to help you interpret body language. It's important not to assign meaning from a single gesture. Knowing how to read body language isn't difficult once you become aware of what to watch for. You can use these five steps to easily interpret body language in any circumstance. First, observe what's normal. Next, notice any changes, and then apply possible meanings. Then set a goal, and then finally, practice your observation skills. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. If you work for a pharmaceutical or a biotech, or perhaps you're at a research institution, a tier one, or perhaps you're a scientist, clinician, engineer, physicist, really anyone who is in a science type career, I'm going to be delivering a seminar the top 10 tips for better scientific presentations. I'll be delivering a live seminar at Drexel University next month, and that's October of 2011. However, because I'm an alumnus at Drexel, Drexel has agreed to live stream the event. And that's great news for you because that means that if you'd like to hear me live, you can join free by going to morefromlisa.com. You just need to make sure that you register. So you need to register. There's a link over at morefromlisa.com. I'm really excited about this event because there's going to be a large group at Drexel and there's going to be another large live group at Harvard University. So if you'd like your large group to join this session, via the live stream, you need to contact me or individuals just need to register via the website at morefromlisa.com. I hope to see you there, or I hope you see me there. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>